Scramble for the Past is an exhibition on the historiography of archaeology in the Ottoman Empire from 1753 to 1914, defining a time frame that brings together European and Ottoman experiences. The first date is that of the foundation of the British Museum in London, a pioneering cultural and educational public institution with a claim to universal understanding of heritage, however Eurocentric it may have been. The terminal date is that of the inauguration of the Efkaf Musesi, the Museum of Pious Foundations in Istanbul, the first Ottoman public collection of Islamic art. This sealed the importance of Islamic artefacts as a distinct field of scholarship in the Ottoman capital, and thus signified the first conscious effort toward the exploitation of a local and national vein of archaeology, ethnography and history. The 160 years between these two symbolic events saw the establishment of archaeology as a scientific discipline, the mushrooming of museums in all corners of the world, and a growing familiarity with antiquities at the popular level. Speckled with revolutions, unification movements, shifting borders, experiments in new governmental systems, searches for national and imperial identities, wars, expanding colonialism, and changing political alliances among the leading powers, this was also a time of interconnectedness, when ideas and technologies travel smoothly and efficiently across cultural divides, thanks to modern transportation and communication systems. This period ushered in a new and unusual kind of interest in the past, which came to be known as scientific archaeology. Interest in antiquity had existed since ancient times, but in the mid-1700s that interest came to be presented as a new discovery and development, emerging out of Western European forms of scholarly knowledge, a scientific pursuit of the origins of European civilization. A few decades later, in the Age of Empires, this civilizational quest was gradually integrated more explicitly into an imperial project of conquest. An increasingly powerful connection, rife with contradictions, emerged between the claim to empirical scientific study on the one hand and the possession and control of land in history on the other. The desire for the ownership of the ancient past, in both tangible and metaphorical terms, set forth a general scramble to collect antiquities. The material vestiges of the past came to embody that dual interest, and consequently artefacts and artworks acquired great value. Possessing them allowed one to lay claim to ownership of the idea they represented. Civilization itself. Not surprisingly, the Ottoman Empire was the major object of Europe's archaeological offensive. And, not surprisingly, the Ottomans reacted with multiple defence strategies. The history of archaeology had been conceived primarily as a narrative of great discoveries sponsored by particular nation-states in Europe and carried out by charismatic individuals such as Schliemann or Austin Henry Layard, the author of the best-selling Nineveh and its remains. The enigmatic, erroneous architectural reconstructions in his books enjoyed a long life in scholarship. Bruce Trigger's groundbreaking work in the 1980s on the development of archaeological thought and its relationship to politics opened up a new intellectual direction for the history of archaeology. The following decades saw a flood of new works that addressed the ideological and the archaeological together. The first wave of revisionist scholarship that re-evaluated European practices was followed at the turn of the 21st century by studies that offered an unprecedented perspective on the political entanglements of archaeology from the point of view of the source countries, to use a charge term that has dominated recent debates on who owns antiquity. This second wave complicated the discourse by looking critically at the subject from both sides, and underlining significant links between the two. Situating the development of archaeology in the context of late Ottoman history disrupts the conventional storyline of the discipline, displays intricate webs of interactions between the East and the West, and within the layers of national and subnational interests in the East, and inserts the Ottomans as major players in the game. 
The shifting Ottoman positions toward antiquities, from the relaxed permissive practices of the mid-18th and early 19th centuries, to the wholesale appropriation of the heritage of pre-classical and classical culture from the mid-19th century on, resulted in new tensions and negotiations that affected the work of foreign archaeologists. The Ottoman awakening was largely a response to European interest in antiquities, but also part of a search for a new imperial identity that capitalised on the historical wealth of its territories. Scholarship was politicised from the outset, as epitomised in the connection of the Elgin marbles to British support for Greek independence. The public display of the marbles in London and the debates over integrating them into British identity played no minor role in initiating major changes in Ottoman policies. In the case of the museum in Istanbul, the message was charged further by the new Ottoman claim that this was the indigenous cultural wealth of the land and that the empire had owned it physically for centuries, a situation that differed from that of the Western museums, which were forced to import their putative roots. The beginning of the 20th century marks a new era in the Ottoman archaeology history. Halil Edhem, Osman Hamdi's brother, became his successor as director of the Imperial Museum in 1910. Separated by almost 20 years, the brothers embodied two different visions of antiquities, curation and museology. While Osman Hamdi had been the promoter of a rather Eurocentric vision of Greco-Roman and Near Eastern archaeology, Halil Edhem specialised in the domain of Islamic and Ottoman antiquities, the latter already with a taste of Turkishness. He was the founder of the Efkaf Muzesi, the Museum of Pious Foundations, the first Ottoman museum of Islamic art and culture, established in Istanbul in 1914, just a few months before the outbreak of World War I.